Hello and welcome to another special edition of Antique Dust Christmas Movies! Woo! Uh, today we are debating Trading Places! The uh, seminal 1983 American comedy standing, uh, starring Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Um, now, it, it to me, it, this isn't really a Christmas movie. It's just a movie that is set at Christmas time. There is a sense of goodwill. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I get that. There's, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, there's a real sense of goodwill to all men. <laughs> In this movie. So we dusted down this and watched uh, Trading Places earlier in the week and it's really quite splendid. Uh, it's a it, very pleasant movie. It's a very enjoyable movie. It is. Uh, it, do, it does have quite a lot of tits. Uh, yeah, I, I was... I, there, there's I a could, few did, things that surprised me. It's been a long, long time. I thought, I, actually, I think I haven't really seen this movie since I was quite a... Had it on VHS. A young child had a Betamax, probably. Actually, I think we probably watched it on television because it used to be shown on television. Yeah. Um, but it's not been on television for a long, long time, as far as I'm, because I'm aware. Because it's very, very racist. It's got some very, very well. The film language. is the film isn't racist. Let's just be clear about that. It's not film. a racist film. It contains racism, which actually, given the characters who uh, express racist views. Um, actually, you know, I, I think that, it's a, that's it, okay. It, it generates the plot to go along a little bit. So they, if anyone who has been um, living under a rock and has never come across Trading Places, it's about a very wealthy commodities broker that works for a very prestigious firm. And the bosses of the firm are sort of uh, have a wager uh, for $1. Yes, the Duke uh, brothers the Duke played... Brothers. Marvelously, I think, by Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. Yeah, they're t absolutely terrific. They, they are really good. And so the uh, Dan Aykroyd character is the commodities broker that's marrying one of their relations, Penelope. Um, and they because everything that the Dan Aykroyd character does, sort of, he does. He's very, very good as a commodities broker. He's very successful. He's very stuck up and pretentious. Um, he's a bit of a stuffed shirt I guess if yeah. I can use that expression uh, they did spend a lot of time labouring how upper crust he was on that and then we also then we get introduced to Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy is a street hustler um, looking, begging on the streets pretending he's a Vietnam vet with yeah. no legs Billy Ray Valentine Billy Ray Valentine um, and sort of a little bit of a nonsense sort of scenes that happen where um, some police police officers uh, approach uh, Billy Valentine and lift him out of the cart he's on wheels on which he's pretending that that's his or transportation because he has no legs and lift him out and his legs drop down and he says he's cured and then that leads us into um, the, the, the Eddie Murphy character and the Dan Aykroyd character meeting where Dan Aykroyd bumps into him um, and thinks he's being robbed, and then there's a bit of a nonsense chase around the the, the club that he's a member of, and the Duke brothers then say, "Well, say it's all about sort of their the history and sort of that they, they've had luck given to them. Uh, it's not a, a learnt thing. It's something which is 
Nature versus nurture. Yeah. So I think. So they make a make a wager, um, and uh, they basically make Dan Aykroyd sort of they they, they set him up um, on a trumped up charge of stealing some money. He gets fired. He lo- all his credit cards get stopped and everything, and basically he's sort of out on the streets and then they bail Eddie Murphy out of uh, prison and say that we want you to work for us and um, trying to to see if the hustler will become someone successful uh, in their world or continue being a hustler and so the, the setup of the story goes it, it ta- that takes about an hour of the film and the film is actually yeah. quite a long film yeah the the setup i think for for a what i would describe as a modern audience because we've got such fantastically shortened attention spans these days um it does feel like it goes on for quite a long time setting up Setting up, setting up, setting the, up the, yeah. the, the the situation. Yeah, so we meet the Duke brothers. Uh, we meet the butler. Uh, that was Not the Dukes of Hazard. Let's just be clear the, the, about no, that. No, we're, no, we're the, the, very, it's very different. Yeah, very, very, very different. different. Yeah, they're, they're Rolls Royce rather than something which has to clamber through the windows. But the, what, the ger- General generally generally Lee or something. Yeah. Something generally. <laughs> So, uh, so there's a lot, a big setup time for this. So that all the, the key characters are introduced, and then about an hour into it, then we're introduced to Jamie Lee Curtis because when um, Eddie Murphy's been bailed out of jail, um, he gets whisked away in a, in a, a Rolls Royce, and then Penelope then uh, bails the Dan Aykroyd character. Yeah. So, so when when Winthorpe frames the thief, uh, he's fired. From his job, his bank accounts are frozen. Uh, he's not allowed to go home, and um, he's he eventually he's Ophelia, the prostitute, is part of the setup. It's she's paid of... by Beaks. We've not mentioned we've not mentioned Beaks, Beaks. yet, but she, she's she's paid by Beaks to 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 pretend that he's a drug dealer in front of Penelope, of Penelope on the steps snogs, of, the, the, of the prison and then so, so she so Jamie Lee uh, but eventually he befriends Ophelia yeah, Ophelia or she Ophelia, rescues him uh, Ophelia sort of throws him under the bus and then um, Ophelia then is befriends him and feels sorry for him and uh, so while he's on his uppers so she invites him home because he says, look, I am rich, but all his cards have been cancelled, he's been sort of evicted from the home, which is owned by the Duke brothers, and uh, and basically he is on his uppers, and he hits Skid Row. Uh, but Jamie Lee, Car- Jamie Lee Curtis, apparently she w- the, 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 the filmmakers didn't, so the studio didn't want Jamie Lee Curtis in this film, and she steals it. She steals every single scene that she's yeah. in. But the studio, the, the studio didn't want Dan Aykroyd either. No, because it, it was after because Dan Aykroyd came with with Jane Belushi, not James, John Belushi, John Belushi and and, and uh, Aykroyd were James 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 Belushi Jim Jim Belushi. It was one of the Belushi brothers. One of the Belushi brothers is in it. Yes, James. Uh, at the end. James. Uh, then there's another one which had died of a drugs overdose, and they were known as a double act. So I didn't know how well he'd be able to take the film. But then Eddie Murphy was also in Saturday Night Live. 
Um, so they introduced the, the Eddie Murphy as, as, as them as a double act, which worked really, really well. Um, so the story rollicks along quite nicely. Uh, Ophelia is help is the Jamie Lee Curtis is, is helping um, sort, of, uh, sort of the other guy get off his uh, sort of get, get his life back. He's disowned by all his friends and uh, or, or wealthy sort of sort of posh boys and girls, um, and is rejected and, and falls on his uppers. Meanwhile. Mm-hmm. Valentine, Valentine is doing extremely well. He's been introduced into the Duke's firm. He yeah. is revealing himself to be a bit of a natural. A natural, in the commodities, commodities sense. Um, he, he moves into Winthrop's home mm-hmm. and um, with his butler, played by played marvelously by Denham Elliot. He's marvelous. The yeah. butler's great. He throws a party for his ghetto friend, where there's. A lot of um, bosoms on display. There's, there's lots of, of bosoms that show. Which is the one thing that I, I, I was saying earlier, but I didn't quite get to finish, um, is that from my recollection of this film, there, there's certainly more tits in it than I remember. Oh, and, I, 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 oh. and bad language. I don't, I don't know whether it was some of it was edited out, but I was, I don't, I don't remember some of the, oh. the bad language being. Yeah, and I think because I think I've seen it on. Or TV, uh, on TV, maybe the, the party scene with all the, the the titties out on display was edited out because uh, I, I remember watching it on video, but I don't remember that. And I remember seeing it a few times on television. I remember the Jamie Lee Curtis role where she takes her top off and she, uh, she's topless uh, in one scene. I, I always remember that, but I don't I don't remember all of them jiggling around on a party. Um, so I think maybe that had been edited out. Possibly, I, I, I don't remember it. But then, mm. and the language as well. I think some of that may have been edited out. Maybe there was a there was a TV edit. Yeah, that, I, that's what I'm thinking. I think I've only ever seen it in a TV version. So I'm thinking it was maybe a specially edited version to take out the 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 more egregious, shall we the, say? Oh, there was some bad quite language. fruity language in it. Um, so uh, there's a bit of nonsense with regards to that the Duke brothers are paying someone off to supply a report, a crop report, so they can earn millions yeah. of on the commodities. Yeah. So, so there's lots so, of nonsense. Yeah. So there's, there's the firm's Christmas party where Winthrop, dressed as a rather grubby, a grubby uh, Santa, Santa uh, plants drugs in, in Valentine's uh, desk and then he has a gun and brandishes art to escape and... It's at the Christmas party that uh, Valentine uh, overhears the Duke brothers talking about the wager that, that they had, that, that, that they had and, uh, and that um, they now plan to, to toss Valentine back onto the streets. Onto, under the bus, back onto the streets, because they, and this is where obviously we, we have the, the use of the N word. Yes. Um, which what you were referring to. Yes. earlier but I think it's very in character for, for, that, for, yeah. for, for the Duke brothers and the, the sort of person that they would not want running their, their business and they plan to rehabilitate Winthrop back into back into rightful rightful position Valentine then seeks out Winthrop tells them all about what's about happened. What's, what's happened and they come up with the plan because they know about Beaks, mm. Beaks being a rather um, shady, character. shady security consultant 
who is going to um, who, who who's also recognised by Jamie Lee Curtis uh, on television as the person with the crop reports. Yes, as the person that paid her to set up yeah. Winthrop. So, outside. so the Duke brothers want to get their hands on the the orange juice crop report because they want to corner the market in frozen, frozen concentrated orange, <laughs> juice. orange juice. That is a little bit nonsense. It is a little bit a little bit nonsense. But they they're paying Beeks quite a lot of money, and he's been entrusted with carrying this crop report from. Um, Florida from yeah from wherever <laughs> the Florida orange juice uh, yes <laughs> yeah and so they so Valentine and Winthrop and Ophelia um, come up with a plan to 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 get to, to get their hands on the report and swap it with a, and there's, there's a forgery a, yeah and there's a, there's a little bit of nonsense on, on a train um, when they they try to hijack the the crop report, yeah. So they all it's all an opportunity for them for the actors to play to ad lib to play characters. So we've got <laughs> so we've we've got um, uh, so Eddie Murphy as a as, a, as a as a Nigerian student on an exchange program, and then we've got yeah. Dan Aykroyd playing as someone from it's like reggae, blacked up yeah. playing reggae, yeah, and blackface, which perhaps. Probably that, that we, wouldn't, the, we, <laughs> we wouldn't. We, 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 wouldn't be, we wouldn't do that these days. But then I guess it was possibly considered acceptable at the time. And then we've, we've got, got Denham Elliott as, as a, an Irish a, priest uh, on the booze. And, and then we then we have then we have Jamie Lee Curtis, who was supposed to be playing an, an Austrian in Lederhosen, <laughs> but she couldn't do an Austrian accent, accent, so she's actually playing a Sweden. Swedish. <laughs> from Sweden. From yeah, from Inga from Sweden, wearing wearing lederhosen, and much of much of that was was improv. Well, you could tell. I say when Jamie Lee Curtis, the, 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 you could see the, at the end of the movie they, they have like outtakes and everything like that, and some of the outtakes where they're they're they're, lo- they're, they're losing their shit really with the guys, they're laughing and things like that. Some of those scenes were actually cut into the movie, so you can tell that they were ad libbing, and they that then they added that in. And that Jamie Lee Curtis seems to, although everyone, all, all the actors involved are incredibly talented in their own individual right, but when Jamie Lee Curtis gets put into the mix, everyone seems to up their game. And Jamie Lee Curtis seems because obviously she was a screen queen at that time; she'd been in like three sort of horror flicks like the Halloween, Halloween Bog and then another Canadian scream queen sort of thing so she'd only done that she'd been like typecast but then she moved into this and she she just seems to she's really good I mean she's got a great she's got a great timing and you can tell that it, there's a, an element of fun and it seems like everyone has an element of fun where but the first first hour of the movie feels so it's a big setup. It's amusing anecdote and, and sort of scenes, but when all three of them get together, and when the butler is involved, it's it, it really does just take off. So there's a bit of nonsense on the train where they get the report. Yeah. So the yeah, uh, so they swap the report with the forgery. Um, the forgery is predicting that there will be low yields in the Florida orange juice crop. Um, Beaks, the the bad guy, discovers 
who they are and tries to kill them but then there's a bit of business involving a, a gorilla, gorilla in a ca- in a yeah cage. obviously if we were to remake it today we'd do a very much more effective cgi gorilla <laughs> rather than clearly someone dressed up as a gorilla. And then, but then he's he's james he's dressed up in a gorilla suit and popped into the cage with the gorilla yeah and apparently the gorilla can't tell that He's not a human being in a gorilla costume. I'd so. like to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And to get shipped off to Africa. Yes. Yes. And on a long boat. So, yeah. it's uh, And then the, the, the end sequence is... Yeah. That so, they, so they deliver the force report to, 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 to the Dukes. Then they all head off to the commodities trading floor the duke's believing that there's going to be a shortage of uh, orange juice they commit their entire fortune fortune and, and to, even fortune they don't own to buying uh, futures contracts for concentrated orange juice meanwhile valentine and winthrop who who know that there actually there is no not going to be a, a shortage are going to sh- start short selling mm. frozen concentrated orange juice futures contracts <laughs> Um, and uh, at a, you know, and the the price gets pushed up, and so on and so forth. And then, when the actual crop report is broadcast, uh, the price plummets because there isn't going to be a going to be a shortage, and the dukes are ruined. Ruined. And uh, Valentine and Winthrop have been have been using uh, Ophelia's and. And the butler's life savings, savings to to do all this, and they make an absolute fortune. Fortune, and one of the uh, the Duke brothers has a has a heart attack on the floor. Yes, the Ralph Bellamy has a heart attack, and then Don Amici has got a terrific, <laughs> terrific, <laughs> totally unexpected. Don Amici, uh, you probably don't know, but Don Amici was a nineteen forties heartthrob uh, film actor so part of the reason why he was cast in this role by john landis uh-huh. was he specifically wanted someone who was not normally associated with playing a villain mm. and uh, don amici was definitely not associated with with playing the playing villain. playing a villain and then he uses he drops the f-bomb at the end which it's it's just like feels comes completely out of nowhere. It's like oh my goodness, and there's well well his brother is having a heart attack. having having a heart attack. And the, uh, yeah, and then the, the closest sequence is they're all on a Caribbean island somewhere with Winthrop and Jamie Lee Curtis and Ophelia on a yacht, uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy and a, a lady friend there, and the butler and his lady friend, and they're ordering is it crabs and lobster. And uh, living it up while drinking white wine, while Eddie Murphy's wearing a sweater. Uh, the other thing that was a bit unusual is in a Caribbean island. Or yeah, a, well, or they're somewhere. all they're all they're all dressed quite for the cold. So I'm assuming that it it wasn't particularly warm when they were when they were filming that that scene. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, overall, I. I it, it's a fun movie. Uh, I think if it was made again today, it'd probably be made a little bit differently. Um, however, Jamie Lee Curtis steals it for me. And uh, although it is set at Christmas time, it uh, is sort of 
goodwill to men and that sort of thing. Obviously, yeah. the Duke brothers. Yeah. Or the one in the gorilla suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, to sort of to, to think, I suppose, thinking a little bit about the, 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 the story, then you know it's been well established that there are strong parallels between trading places and and the prince, and the pauper, mm -hmm. the Mark Mark Twain. Twain, and also the Marja Figaro, mm. as well. Which, if you rewatch it, then you'll hear that much of the the musical cues. In 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 the score are actually taken from from the marriage of ah. of, of Figaro, which used it's used quite extensively in 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 the score, um, which is where servant uh, if you don't know about the marriage of Figaro, a servant sort of foils the plans of 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 his master. But overall, I really enjoyed it. It's a good fun movie. Uh, it is of its time, but it still stands up. It does. And I thought it was jolly good. So it may become our new tradition as well, for, along with Die Hard, at Christmas time, to watch Trading Places, sort of uh, building up a catlog of, of Christmas-themed movies. Christmas-themed <laughs> Christmas Christmas movies. Themed so movies. if anyone else has recently watched Trading Places um, or wish to make any further comments, please let us know on our social media platforms at Amp Antique Dust. We would love to hear from you. Are there any other suggestions you'd have for a Christmas-themed theme movie? <laughs> or maybe actual Christmas actual movies. Actual Christmas movie. Well, we, as I'm holding fire and watching The Holiday. Well, which is a proper Christmas movie, a proper I Christmas think. It's a proper Christmas movie. Maybe we'll watch. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll watch that on Christmas Day, and maybe do a podcast. <gasps> or we not, might actually be too drunk on Christmas Day to do a podcast. We have done our booze, our, our Christmas booze run already. Although we have always started dipping into it. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> So in the meantime, it's uh, uh, have a very merry Christmas from all us, from us boys, Jonathan and and Rob from Antique Dust, and let us know any thoughts or any other movies you'd like us to to witter nonsense about uh, on a little podcast. Let us know. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye bye.